freaking Chicago in April. Uh, in April, dude. It's going to be like, you know how it was yesterday here? Yeah, yeah that's yep. Yep. might be what we're looking at. <laughs> yeah. No, cold, it might be colder. Why like, did they do this? this so what yeah. does Chicago have to do with anything? The only thing that anyone can think of is yeah. like George Lucas lives there, apparently. That's like does his he? primary residence. Yeah. He, remember he tried to build that museum there. I he, didn't know he that. He wanted it to be in Chicago. Okay. Things fell through. Wow. Probably Rick McCallum's fault. Oh! This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just two dudes talking about Star Wars on the Skywalk. What's up, Moof Milkers? We are back in the Skywalk, and today the team has reassembled. He's milking the Moof. <laughs> I asked what... Uh, I'm back, la- people. In the last episode, Jeff, I asked what color milk comes from a moof. But as a co-worker pointed out, the fact that being called a moof milker is an insult in the Star Wars universe. True. It's probably something that shouldn't be milked. So it might not even be a milk generating creature. Ooh. I know that was disappointing to me. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. It, the, the phrase comes out so naturally from the actor. I think it's actually a creature that can't be milked. You think so? I yes. hope. So. Uh, let's go with it, Jeff. Yes. Because I'm going to pretend that other explanation doesn't exist, just like Look, if Luke, If Luke can milk a blue alien, <laughs> anything can happen. <laughs> the team is reassembled today. Uh, on the last episode, you In heard. full form. You heard my reaction to Solo, a Star Wars story. Uh, the soliloquy. Then, now we got Jeffrey back to All tell right. us what he thought of Solo. We're going to break it down. We're going to have some questions like. Like, best things about the movie, worst things about the movie, best characters, worst characters. What did you think of the game of Sabacc? We're going to get into all that. Yes. Um, we're also going to have some solo-related news that we'll talk about later in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into all that, though, social meteors, how you can find us on social media. And even before that, Jeff, I want to talk about a very special Skywalk fan. Nice. Shout out to Ryan Bullock on We Twitter. have fans. We got fans, man. Wow. Uh, Ryan Bullock, thank you so much for always spreading the love of the Skywalk. Ryan will tweet us out to everybody that he knows, telling wow. them thank you, know, you, Ryan, to thank listen to you. our podcast. Thank you, Ryan Bullock. And uh, welcome to all of our new listeners. Jeff, you know where we got a lot of people from this week, which was surprising? Let's hear it. Indianapolis. Ooh. Yeah. Sometimes I look I, people, I don't have access Indiana. To, to much. It literally will just tell me what state people are in, so don't worry about it. You just know that the IP addresses come from Indiana. Yeah. That's so true. they could be bounced off of somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, it could be a uh, VPN in India that's yeah. going through Indianapolis. Or, okay. Uh, so, where to find us on social media? iTunes and Spotify. Same deal for both of those outlets. Just search for the Skywalk. Sky is in sky. Walk as in the thing you cook in. W O K. Sizzling, my friend. We keep it sizzling. Facebook, facebook.com slash SWOverCoffee. Twitter, at SWOverCoffee. That's where Ryan Bullock finds us. Uh, and Jeffrey, tell us about Potomatic. Oh, you know where you can find it. <laughs> it's at StarWarsOverCoffee.Potomatic.com. Don't find it there. Before we get into the episode, we, Jeff, we just have a quick message from our sponsor. Kanji Club for Men. Male pattern baldness raiding your hairline. Don't play yourself. Try Kanji Club for Men. Did you get it? Each one is chock full of puns and references, Jeff. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, topic number one. So okay. first of all, all right. before we get into this, uh, full bore. Well, this is it, Jeff. This is us getting into it full bore. Are we bore. grabbing it yeah. by the horns? We're grabbing it by the horns. We're grabbing the move by the udders, Jeffrey. Uh, I hope you have gloves on, my friend. Jeff, what is your just straight up reaction to Solo, A Star Wars Story? I think that the Solo movie was just fun. Yeah. F-U-N, 
fun, man. <laughs> like it, it was, I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but I had, I remember at telling the, um, the audience before, no expectations. Yeah. And the thing is, there's so many things that brought my expectations low, mm-hmm. such as the drama that was happening behind the scenes, right. the recasting, yeah. the re-editing, mm-hmm. the new director. <laughs> I mean, you know, so so clearly there was a lot going on with this movie. Yeah. Timing wise, I think there was some fatigue as well. Mm-hmm. And despite all <gasps> of that. You said the F word, Jeff. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yes. I do believe so. You think it, that? It, anything that came out after Avengers was going to be a little bit whiplash. But that's different than fatigue. So do you think it's more, do you think it's a little bit of both? I think it's both. A little bit of too much Star Wars and a little bit of Star Wars at the wrong time. Both. Okay. And I think it's more so um, that it was Star Wars at the wrong time. Okay. And the fact that they were putting so much attention on Avengers Infinity War, which was amazing and is the highest grossing movie of all time. Yep. Of course, if you're going to spend three hours in a movie theater, it's going to be a little harder to explain. Yeah, let's go back in a couple weeks and go watch this other movie. Yeah. No, Jeff, because you're saying this, you've kind of touched on something that a Disney executive said over the last week. Which I recently read. I'm going to jump to that now. We were talking about this being the Star Wars solar-related news. Uh, I think we got another solar-related thing, too. But this was the main one. And you're touching on it now, so let's bring it in. Uh, This Disney executive... Uh, Disney distribution chief Dave Hollis. Uh, here's what he said about the disappointing box office numbers for yes. Solo, a Star Wars story. He said, there's a question. Oh, and by the way, Jeff, uh, there he was saying this in the context of talking about Infinity War, but also Deadpool 2. Which yes, did, which had a major effect on this movie as right, well. Right, because it's a similar demographic, right? Yep. Comic book movies, Star same, Wars movies. Same genre. Right, all in the same Venn diagram overlap, right? Uh, He said, there's a question of frequency and how many times people will go to the movies. Is it too much and too soon for a third time in a five-week period? So, yeah, he's talking about, Jeff, how long have we been saying this? (laughs) And not not just us, like everybody. For the last few months. We've we've been hitting hitting the drum since January, I believe. Yeah. Saying, look, guys, Why? why are you putting out this movie at this time when there's three movies in the same exact genre and they're bigger movies. Right. That you're trying to sandwich this in between. Right. Now, Devil's Avocado here, Jeff. That's a 30 Rock quote. Um, some people would say that Disney uh, Star Wars movies had always been released at this time of year and always did well. And that's true. But I would say the landscape is so different now. Oh, Even yeah. just Marvel alone, it's a planet with its own gravitational pull. Yes. You cannot – it's not a meteorite. It's a thing. It's No, I would say it's a solar system at this point. Yeah, man. Because, I mean, there was always summer, se- summer movie season, right? Yeah. But, but you didn't have so much. Now it's like – Every two weeks during the summer, just like last year, no mm-hmm. different, except that Infinity War is so much bigger than anything else. Yeah. And then to have Deadpool too. And I think also if you combine that with the not very great marketing for Solo. The thing is, I'm trying to give Brett a, an opposite of a hot take. <laughs> you know, I'm not here to be Stephen A. Smith mm-hmm. and say, you know, I love love how you guys are. I go back with his mom. Yeah. I'm, you know, I go way back with him. <laughs> we're, we're, I love him like a brother. Yeah. But... Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Instead, I want to do the opposite. I want to say, look, these are there are a bunch of negatives that were going to influence this movie and how well it was going to do. Yeah. And I'm not even addressing the elephant in the room, which we can get to later, i.e. Last Jedi. Right. So. But beyond that, I actually enjoyed the movie. See, Jeff, I don't think Last Jedi had any effect on this whatsoever. And here's why. Because if you love Last Jedi, 
then you're just waiting for more Star Wars probably no matter what. Yeah. If you hated it, you hated it. The reasons that most people hate The Last Jedi are so disconnected from the way this movie was made. Now, maybe however, they don't maybe people don't know that. I I don't think that even the reviews are that nuanced. I just yeah. think that there when I say that there's an elephant in the room, yeah. I mean that there's actually a whole bunch of fanboys other people the who have, have just decided, yeah. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And it, there is no reason or rhyme behind That's it. That's true. This stuff exists. Yeah. And so my point is, if, they're, if, if a person is willing to actually you know, sign their name and post something mm-hmm. that says, I'm going to do this, yeah. and they're willing to put that out on the internet for everybody to see, that means that they've made a choice. Yeah. And so for me, it's like, okay, well, then I can't ignore the fact that these people exist. But, Jeff, people started so. boycotting The Last Jedi, and it made Apparently. a crap ton of money anyways. It did. And it hasn't affected Blu-ray sales or anything else. I really do think mm. – and, and, you know, Jeff, I guess here's the thing. What you're mm. saying is – that somehow there's room for nuance in this conversation. Which is, you know, of course this was going to happen. So when you add all those negative factors in, I still, despite all of that, I still enjoyed the movie. I I still laughed out loud like three or four times. And, I mean, we were were sitting together. Which is – Now, even though we were – I think four seats apart. Yeah, we but were still this time. We were able first to. Time, Jeff. We were able to enjoy it. You know, I was able to eat what I wanted. Yeah. You know, I'm off my diet. <laughs> I, you know, it's 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 great, man. I can eat popcorn. I can have candy. I, I can like eat burgers. Jeff, I like the full disclosure of this. Oh review. yeah, just just, yeah, just yeah. full on. You know, isn't no, I'm giving you 100. percent It's good when to say I this, come Jeff. to the podcast. I give you everything. Uh, yeah, but well, I've never doubted your 100 percent energy <laughs> and effort. What I'm saying is, yeah. you're more honest than most reviewers. There's uh, If you ever listen to this guy, David Chang, who's a yeah. brilliant chef and he has his own podcast now, mm. he actually interviewed Ryan Johnson uh, and somebody else, I forget her name, um, that they've worked together before. Anyway, and he was saying that uh, it might have even been Ryan Johnson himself who said that he expects that a review will reflect the reviewer's experience, yeah. which is probably a much smarter which way to approach it. Though. Right. Because you don't say, yeah. this movie's terrible. You shouldn't like it. This is why it's outright objectively bad. No, it's like, here was my experience with it. So I liked liked overall general opinion. I liked the movie. I thought it was fun. There was some laugh out loud moments. I had two moments where I cringed. Oh, okay. Tell us. Where were they? Which was very interesting. Yeah, yeah. This is where we're going to get to worst part of the movie. So these would qualify as your worst. Well, no, they're not worst. They just made me feel weird. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so, I, I think I know where you're going if you care if you choose not to share them spoiler is this yeah I don't want to do spoilers but this is okay this go, is ahead, go ahead go for it all right so you know it just turn off the podcast if you haven't seen the movie no no listen this whole podcast is off limits for anyone who doesn't want spoilers we are we are spoiling anything in this one all right so then full full on yeah go on Jeff so I thought it was weird when they had a conversation. Oh, with um, girl talk. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with, with the with the droid and uh, Amelia Clark's character. Yes. And where she's like, uh, you, you can make that work. She's like, Oh yeah, it works. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah, that was All weird. Right. That yeah. was interesting. Lando's a freak. He's a freak. He's de- he, he's full on freak. More than you so thought. Lando. Because like, I think we're going into the assumption. Well, I went in with the assumption that he was a freak. Now the thing is, I understand it because if you've ever read the Star Wars comics, mm-hmm. like there's plenty there's plenty of allusions to this. Yeah. Throughout the Star Wars yeah. universe yeah. and the expanded universe. Like, did Star he Wars. used to date a Rancor or something? Yeah. So okay. it's like, come on. The the other cringeworthy uh, moment was when he's caressing the. Uh, 
um, the brains apparently of of <laughs> the of, the ro- of the robot, you know. So it's like the wiring. He's like, oh, yeah. you know, I'm good. It's yeah. okay. It's gonna be all right. She, you know, it, she looked like was, Jeff. She was a robot version. Have you ever cooked octopus? Like when you yeah. before you cook yeah. it, yeah, like on the inside, right? You know. Now here's my thing, <laughs> which I understand the reason they did this, but it was kind of again, it was kind of funny. Yeah, is in the comics and in in many other literature. If you're going to show that type of relationship between a human and a robot, yeah. usually the robot looks humanoid. Right. Yeah. So I was surprised that they just went, you know, in yeah. the complete opposite direction. Next level freaky, man. That's what Next I'm saying. Next level. Right. <laughs> so, so, so again. Right, because if she was like a kind of classically sexy robot, it would right. be a different thing. Right. So, so then. So uh, those were my two, like, um, cringy moments. In I, retrospect, Jeff. Yeah. So before going into this movie, based mm. on what we thought we knew about it, yeah. I said it was a two and a half drink movie. Yes. If, if you're new to the Skywalk, we pre-rate movies based on how many drinks we think you will need to enjoy the movie. Yes. So the better it is, the less drinks you need. And there's very few movies mm-hmm. that don't require a drink. Right. Very few. Very few. Um, this movie we had at a two and a half. We did. Where does that land for you now, Jeff? It's a solid two for me. Oh, really? Yeah. So you, you're actually lowering the drink count. Yes. See, I thought it was a three-drink movie. Okay. I really enjoyed it as well. Yes. But I thought maybe that third drink would have made me completely enjoy it. The Which initial. means a fourth drink would have made you love it. <laughs> See, so, so, so here's the fourth thing. Fourth drink would have put me to sleep, Jeff. Um, <laughs> you think so? I'm a, okay. I'm a lightweight, It depends Jeff. on the drink. It's a, if it's a Jägermeister, I don't know. It, it, you know, is it, what, was it a Boilermaker? Is that the one where you put the uh, shot in the beer? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. so just one of those. It's one, one boilermaker. The only time I ever had that was in Chicago, Jeff. So really, just, just saying, celebration. Good with a hot dog, my friend. Um, Jeff, what was the best part of the movie for you? If if here's here's how I like to think about this, Jeff. Okay. If somebody told you that every single copy of this movie had been destroyed, mm-hmm. and you would never see it again, and I only get to see one part, and you were just like, I gotta try to reimagine this one scene in my brain so I never forget it, what would it be? It's interesting because this scene, part of this scene was actually in one of the trailers, mm-hmm. but I still enjoyed it way more when I saw it in the movie. Yeah. And that's when Chewie is looking at Amelia Clark's character like, what are you doing in my seat? <laughs> and it was so funny because it was like the way yeah. he's, the way he does it. Like, yeah. I didn't think that um, the actor was g- being called on to do so much mm-hmm. because they're in a Chewy costume. Right. But guess what? Like, there's a lot of yeah. expression going on there. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. so it's it's actually between two scenes. One, the scene where he's, tr- um, you know, eyeing Amelia Clark, and he finally gets up and says, look, I'm the co-pilot. Let me do this. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you need to get up here because I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Yep. And so that, that whole exchange and then, you know, Han finally finding out, Oh, this dude's actually really, really old. Mm-hmm. You look great for your age, you yeah. know. So, yeah. so that was one scene. The other scene that I really liked, again with Chewie, mm-hmm. was when he meets him in uh, Han in the um, in, in the, the cage prison, in the cage. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that whole scenario. Yep. I knew that that was chilly. I mean, chilly. <laughs> I knew that that was Chewie. They were chilly. Which is funny. Planet. They were chilling. Yeah. With Chewy. Oh, I thought that was great. Jeff, you know. that's one of the reasons why what I said in my review of it was that I feel like this this movie looks great on paper. Right. And sometimes things just didn't click on screen. But when you think about that, I was thinking about that exact scene this morning. Yeah. That is the perfect way for the two of them to right? Meet, right? You don't want to introduce Chewy and Han as just like, oh, hey, Han. Hey, man. This is Chewy. Chewy, <laughs> right. this is Han. <laughs> right. 
And that's the introduction work. of this legendary friendship, yeah. right? This way was wonderful. It was yeah. terrific. And I think, uh, you know, it played out pretty well. There were other scenes that, again, I think were just as well written yeah. and some, for some reason just didn't click on screen. Well, and I think it, it pointed to two things. One, it harkens back to um, Return of the Jedi. Yep. Right? When um, Han is yes. back in the prison scene yep. with Chewie. Absolutely. So, um, two, it gives Chewie gravitas. Yeah. It's like, come on. This is a character that has been in all every single episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like he is he is a big deal. Right. And so I love that Chewie, you know, he downplays it, but he's like just so you know, yeah. I can rip people's arms I'm off. I'm dangerous. I'm dangerous. Exactly. And I know yeah. a lot more about yeah. space, about the universe right. than you do. And yep. so Chewie's like, yeah. I know you don't know anything, but I like the loyalty that you show, yeah. and that's why we're going to be yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah, and they're kindred spirits, and that yeah. I think that really succeeds in the movie. Like yeah. their relationship works, and you, and I, and I couldn't agree more. Like he shows that he's dangerous. Yeah. He comes out, he is a just savage beast, right? right? Um, and 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 in most of the movies, he's really kind of a teddy bear because now you know exactly. he's such a nice guy. Right, right. But before that, nope. Yep, you got to know that that potential is <laughs> there. And there was a scene. I don't know if you remember this, Jeff, but there Which was one? a scene in The Force Awakens where he was going to rip some. He oh, he thought they about filmed it. it. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. They filmed a scene where he rips off um, Unkar Plutt's arms. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. cut that scene from the movie. It, did. The scene That's didn't right. work, and it, they were right to get rid of it. Yeah. But you know, they've had that idea. He's like, older hey, and we want to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff, favorite character in the movie? I feel like you've maybe kind of already said. Maybe it's Chewie. I kind of have, but it's i still like lando yeah he was really good yeah you, you know so yeah. I, I i i think that there's more um possibilities and i'm hinting at the reference that we're going to go to later on mm-hmm. but I, the fact that lando has a lot of space to create yeah and there's there's a whole there's oh, a whole yeah. area that yeah. we haven't even touched yeah with this guy i heard a complaint that uh at one point that there is too much planet hopping but i i disagree oh I, no that's fine I, with that i did yeah. feel like it sometimes i was like i don't know what they planet are. they're on mm-hmm. is this the same planet Corellia? they were on is but a different it? part of it yeah yeah but uh but at the same time especially the epilogue mm-hmm. This jungle planet, which, man, I've been longing for a true jungle hey planet. Now. We still haven't really gotten it. This nope. was like a real real short snippet of it. But but feeling that the galaxy is big. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, what did you think of actual Sabak the game? Because now this, this is the thing that's so here, been yeah, – we've heard I've, about this for decades, yeah, Jeff. Yeah. And now it's finally being portrayed I've played Sabak before. Really? And they don't play – the original version of Sabacc in, okay. in the movie. I kind of figured that. And so that. you got to realize that. Now, there's an article about this that talks about the fact that they're actually playing a particular version of Sabacc where there's fewer numbers uh-huh. involved. And, it, again, it is a game that's similar to Blackjack. Yeah. But they're actually using special rules. So just like with poker, you could say, oh, well, you know, yeah. twos are wild. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. They're, they actually made up their own game. Mm-hmm. is not really Sabacc. But that's actually, so, I think, a good thing. I well, think maybe you, you can't show it all, right? Like, you, you know, it's yeah, it's, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a complicated game. So it's like, right, you know, right. do you really want to watch people play chess? Right. Not really. Here's the thing, though, Jeff. So when you watch, yeah, it's a, it's a challenge, right? Because yeah. when you think about something like Casino Royale, right? That is a those are brilliant scenes of poker. But everybody knows poker already, exactly. So you can it's do a general that. game. But now you can't introduce new rules to a super complex game or a special card. Right. I would have liked a little more complexity to it. Yeah. Maybe even more of a reference to like, hey, we're playing such and such rules and, yeah. you know, something there to make it feel a little more complex than playing Uno. However, but, I am glad that they put it in in a way that 
we gave them something for us to dig into. Yeah. Right. So it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. They showed it in the movie. You're probably not going to get it on the first try. Yeah. But if you read something about it, you'd be like, oh man, that's so cool. And then you yeah. go back and look at it, and you're like, yeah. oh man, that's that's really that's really cool. I want to play it, Jeff. So oh, this so I that, want the game. So that worked. Yeah. My other complaint with that scene mm. is that there are secondary characters. But they're all afterthoughts. Right. Right. So, I it's mean, really Lando just... acknowledges at the beginning, like, why'd you guys let me win? Blah, blah, blah. I, mm-hmm. don't, I, don't, I don't even get what the dynamic is there. Right. I think it would have been really interesting to have at least one of those side characters because that's what Star Wars does so brilliantly. Right. Very quickly, give some gravitas to a throwaway character that is just looks weird, right? You got yeah. Therm Scissor Punch in there. You got other really cool-looking aliens. If only one of them was a bit of a wild card. Well, and they spent all of it on Lando. I feel like that could have been a chance to give just a little bit of gravitas to another player. Yeah. And just say, you know, just so you know, there's Lando, but there's also this guy and that yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. And be aware. Right. Somebody right. else to assert themselves a little but bit. that's kind of Casino Royale. Because not doing that lowers the stakes. Casino mm-hmm. Royale did that well, right? Mm-hmm. Where there were like some people who were doing well. But like the whole movie was about that game. Yeah. Whereas this. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's yeah. still a side It's point. true. I think they did a pretty good job. Um, Jeffrey, what do you want next from this what do we call this now? Like a sub franchise within within Star Wars? You have this I, cast and these characters together. I, I don't really care if they come out with another one. Okay. So it's it's like I'm not I'm not itching. Yeah. For the next you solo kn- sequel. You know why I am Jeffrey? Yeah. Because the things they left out of this movie, but deliberately referred to, are the things I really wanted to see the most. Okay. So the fact that there's these allusions made to Jabba the Hutt the whole time. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. and very overtly at the end. Right. Okay. So we know there's no – I don't think if they announce uh, – let's say – that, and this wouldn't happen for a while. But let's mm-hmm. say next year at Celebration they announce we are making a second movie in this franchise, which I think we've agreed probably would not be called Solo 2. Right. Right? Because you just want to pull in the whole cast. It doesn't have to Solo just be about reason, Han. So, right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the follow-up to this – if and when they do that, Jeff, I don't think we'll d- be debating where that's kicking off. At the at the end of this movie, Han says very clearly, like, hey, you know, Beckett, who I just shot in cold blood, but he was going to kill me, so it was the right thing to do. Yeah. Uh, he just told me about this guy on Tatooine that has a big thing going down, this gangster guy. So we know that's Jabba. We know that that's where the sequel will end up, and that's what I wanted to see the most. I was really hoping to get Jabba in this movie. The fact that they didn't use him means they think – they thought they were going to be making a sequel to this. Interesting. And they set all of that up. Same, oh, yeah, they did. Same, yeah. same thing with, with yeah. the Darth Maul thing, right? Yeah. Maul. So by having Maul in there, if you thought you were never making another one of these, you that's, a cheap, that that's a cheap ploy. Well, if yeah. you and if you did, it was because you just wanted to give some fanboy service, right? right. Uh, but I, I don't think that's the case. I think they did that thinking, hey, we got these characters we can play around with now. And that's the great freedom they have because we don't really know anything about this time hey, period. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah. You know? And if, you're, if you plan to use, and that's my thing about Maul, it's very much like we can't, we can't submit the final grade on that. Right. We have to give it an NA because we don't know if they're planning to to use these characters in the sequel if it's going to be I mean that's almost that's Jeff imagine being a <laughs> filmmaker oh my gosh <laughs> he's <laughs> out over here 
So, Jude, you're a filmmaker, and they're like, okay, we've established these characters for you. The cast has pretty good chemistry. You can probably improve on it, though, right? If you just pick a director and go with them. You still have a good slate. Right. Start off on solid ground this time, Kathleen Kennedy. Just have a straight team all the way through, right? Uh No, for real. I'm sure she knows that, Jeff. I'm sure she'd be the first one to say, look, if we didn't have to go through all the mess, then we wouldn't have. You know, things just got messed up, and we did the best we could. If I ever see your man, I'm just going to say thank you. (laughs) Yeah, right? And just just move on. Dude, she's three out of four yeah. with like, super huge give her, gigantic yeah, just give blockbuster her some clout, Star Wars you know what I mean movies. like right. she's doing our, right. she's doing a great job but if you if somebody gives you as a filmmaker this yeah. this these tools and this sandbox to play in where it's like you got Han, Lando, Chewie, Kira who reports to Maul and you know that Han and company are heading off to Tatooine to hang out with Jabba the Hutt and like Lando's still around that is like, an embarrassment of riches to be playing with in a sequel yeah I it, mean it, Greedo Greedo, I mean, you know. right? And then you don't know Boba Fett. So uh, one of the things we were going to mention, if we get time, what they, about all those bounty hunters? We still ha- don't they have the story. Jeff, on. do you know this? They have confirmed that they're making a Boba Fett movie, and they confirmed the filmmaker, the people. It's the people behind the Logan movie, the kind of now, Wolverine standoff movie. Yeah, standoff. Did standalone. this might be standalone? You yeah, know, yeah, might be uh, separate. Uh, yeah. off topic. Mm-hmm. But has Boba Fett ever actually met Han Solo? Before uh, they were in the same room a couple of times, doesn't mean they talked. And, yeah, but did they? You know, but he, did he know him before that? Before Empire Strikes Back? That's a good question. I think you brought this up to me a couple months ago, yeah. and we kind of never got to the bottom of it. I don't know. Good question, Walkers. Walkers, let us know. What, what do you in. think? Um, so anyway, Jeff, I, I would love to see a sequel. Uh, Donald Glover. We won't get into this because of uh, time, uh, but he wants to see what he described as Fraser in space. That would be his ideal follow-up to this movie. And Brendan, our friend, that's a no for me. Brendan, oh no, a no. Yeah, but Jeff, I don't want to see Fraser in space. Brendan pointed out in an article on Wired right. that Lobot would be Niles potentially. Maybe. Come on, you don't want to see that, Jeffrey? No. Nope. Young Lobot. I can play Young Lobot. I can No, I can see Young Lobot. I okay. just don't want to see Fraser in space. All right, Jeff, I got a game to play with you right now. All right, here we go. I here we go. Clu- Jeff, I got my own teacher's copy of the notes for this show that oh. where I have secret things I don't give you. Okay. Surprise game. We're going to play a game we call Jeopardy. It's like Jeopardy, but with Star Wars. Oh, All right, Jeff. Uh, and this is to see. And this is here's what's wonderful, Jeff. So far throughout this episode, you have struggled to remember the names of characters in this movie. Yes, I have. And this is why this is such a good game, Jeff. Oh, no. Because I'm going to get every one of these questions I'm going to describe somebody to you, Jeopardy style, and you have to say who, who it is? is and name the person. Uh-oh. Han and Kira's maggoty orphan overlord, Jeff. Lady something. <laughs> That's pretty good. You got. I'll give you partial credit. Yeah. Lady Proxima, Jeffrey. Proxima. Lady, Lady Proxima. Proxima, yeah. All right. Vision's evil twin. <laughs> you know, he's an evil twin. Because he's in the movie. Oh, oh, oh. Ultron? Yeah. It, no, 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 no. In in Solo. So who who's he playing? Oh, His, Vision's yeah, evil yeah, yeah, twin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, now, okay. Jeff, that's all he is. Paul Bettany shows up and does the <laughs> same thing in every movie. Okay, a good point, good point. He has a couple of settings, yeah, like yeah. good or bad. Bad. Okay, mildly different from my good characters. Yeah, who is the gangster? Dryden Voss, Jeffrey. Yeah, Voss. Dr- Dryden Voss. <laughs> uh, ne- next one. <laughs> next one, Jeff. One, okay, I'm one for I'm one for two. <laughs> You're point five for two. Uh, <laughs> we're, we care so much about accuracy, oh, even man. with our drinking. All right, range, all right, right, here we go, here we go. Freckled female space marauder. Ooh. I love her. Definitely don't know who that is, but I know who you're talking about. When I say freckled, like people do not 
come at me that that's an insult because uh, no 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 these are cute freckles these are adorable freckles yeah. man which i was shocked when they showed who she was and i said in the, in the last episode of my review like i want fran i want franchises built around her like sub franchises within star wars whether it's live action mm-hmm. or animated anything please with her how is she how has she not made it into the animated version dude well she will i mean this was her first go-round you know and i think it seems like reaction to her is generally super positive i'm just saying there's so many ties in with with our uh, tie-ins with rebels yeah on this jeff so what's her name jeff oh please <laughs> don't even don't even go there <laughs> who is emphasis nest emphasis nest all right uh okay jeff uh, again these clues like yeah, you yeah, have to yeah. put together okay yeah. she 3 po well, what's, yeah, I mean, Lando's robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. not her name, Jeff. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is the only time where the Jeopardy format makes a lot of sense because you literally are asking me, who is that? <laughs> who uh, is Lando's robot? That would be L3. L3. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right, last one, Jeffrey. All right. Woody. Ooh. Who is Woody in this movie, Jeffrey? (laughs) Who is Han's mentor? Norm. Hey, do you realize we now have Woody and Cliff in Star Wars? Yeah. Fantastic. We need to get Ted Danza into this. Yeah, who's next? (laughs) Danson. Ted (laughs) Ted Danza. But if you want Tony Danza, Tony Danza. There we go. Throw him in. Ted, Ted, Ted Danson? Yeah, that's the guy from Cheers. Yes. But who's Woody Harrelson playing in this movie, Jeff? Who is Han's mentor? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Je- Jeff. I feel like you can get to this one if nope, you just try. I, dude, I, it's uh, not even close. Think think, um, think, baseball card grading magazines. Almanac. Think, uh, <laughs> oh, there's like a famous oh. l- literary person in history. Hemingway? <laughs> <laughs> Who is... Tobias Beckett. Oh yeah. See, I so, feel like okay. you could have got that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna all ask. Right, you, right. I was gonna ask you who Donald Glover plays just to <laughs> warm you up. <laughs> See, why didn't you? You should have shown me some. I should have done that. Man. I'm what sorry. Happened? Next, now you I know, know, Jeff. Now I know. This all was right. so. This was your I'm placement turn, exam, Jeff. I'm gonna turn the tables. <laughs> who Who is Tobias Beckett's wife? Val, played by Tandy Newton. Jeffrey, come Ooh. on, man. See, I would win this game every time. Okay, all, right, all, right, all right. All right. All right. Uh, truth be told, okay, okay, all of those I knew even mm-hmm. before I saw the movie, and I would have gotten them all right. Yeah. But I also did pick up what is the equivalent of the solo movie visual guide. They're not yeah, calling see, it the visual go. dictionary anymore. They're okay. calling it like visual the, guide. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jeff, that tells you another thing about them giving this movie, you know, kind of the, mm-hmm. you know, like they didn't even uh, the visual guide is not even called that. And it was like half as much as they usually cost. I felt like it was a little shorter. But let me tell you, people. Oh, so you know what? Instead of giving people the uh, NBA finals. What was the name of Chewie's friend? Chewie's. Ah, crud. There we go. It's like a three-letter name, I want to say. Mm I want to say it's like tack, but it's not. Sorry, you only get point two. Uh, All right, fine. (laughs) I don't know. I don't get any credit. I don't get credit for that one. But that was such a throwaway. Oh, come on. But I will say about the visual guide, Jeff, that'll be my recommendation for this week. You should pick it up. Guys, pick it up. It's beautiful. And then I like had to order the Art of book, too. Of course you did. Amazon doesn't really deliver in two days when they say, so I don't have it yet. But anyway, uh, Jeff, the the page, the spread that's just the droids in Mm. the droids revolt scene on Kessel yeah. is awesome. Wow. Like, man. Okay. You could give those droids their own standalone movie and I'd be thrilled. <laughs> Jeff, recommendations. Final, uh, we've been saying the NBA playoffs for, yeah. for the last few episodes. I would highly recommend because they're so good right now. Well, but yes. if the Cavs lose game three, just tune out. 
Okay. We've seen the Warriors win a trophy twice in the last three years. But you know, LeBron's never come back from 3-0. Right. If he did, he would go down as the greatest of all time. Jeff, I have a hard time arguing right now that he's not. He's the only guy where – this is the first time I feel this way because even with Jordan, I didn't feel this yeah. way. He's the only guy that I think could truly grab four random people off the street and still make the playoffs. You know why you believe that, Jeffrey? Because he did. He did. <laughs> um, uh, Jeff, on our next episode, you want to know what we'll be talking about on our next wait, wait, episode? Are we doing previews now? Boba movie confirmed. Oh, snap. What should it be? Flamethrowers. People, let us know what you think. What should the Boba Fett movie be? Mm. There, there are some characters where they announce these things and people are like, they should never explore that. That is a character that just doesn't have a lot of complexity and there's really nothing to see there. And I do believe that with Boba Fett to an extent. I mean, we, we all know the reason he's cool is because you don't know anything about him. And the more you know about him, the less cool he is. But so any that's a character ch- with daddy issues, you can make a movie about Yeah, him. and that's a ch- and that's the challenge for the filmmakers, and it seems like they got good ones to make this movie. So the challenge is, how do you reveal more about him without subtracting from the legend of Boba Fett? So anyway, people, let us know what you think. What should the Boba Fett movie be? What should it be about? Who should it involve? Who should it not involve? You know, should it have anything to do with Han? And I mean, most likely it would with Jabba. But like, who else should be involved? Who shouldn't? Uh, Let us know what you think. And I want to say one more thing. Speaking of uh, our dear listeners, okay, somebody actually wrote to me, Jeff, after I put up the My Review episode, the last episode. Really? And was... What do you mean wrote to you? uh, Texted me. Somebody I know that listened to it. They texted me, and here's the thing, Jeff. It's arresting. I felt bad because they were kind of saying, like, they said, you know, I don't agree with all your solo takes. And I was like, that's great. Like, because you shouldn't. Like, uh, you should feel however you feel about it, and that's great. But then they said that they kind of felt like it was almost a little FOMO. You know what FOMO is? Fear of missing out. Oh, I did. Of like, I feel like I don't know these, like, critical things to look for in movies. And I was like, I don't really either. You know, I, I mean, I have some background with we are like, not critics. doing video work, but we're not critics, Jeff. But yeah. here's the thing I wanted to say. People who are critics, I have now listened to multiple podcasts okay. to hear other people's takes because I enjoy that, to hear yeah. what critics think of it because I enjoy that. I and did it's as well. no longer influence. It's not influencing my opinion. Yeah. It honestly isn't, except when people dig into something that I didn't appreciate about it. And that's what I love is when somebody says, oh, well, you know, this happened. And then later on. You know, that had yeah, an effect. Did you notice like, such and oh, such? Oh, right. Yeah, so they yeah. point out something cool that you didn't really get. I love the did you know? Yeah, that's wonderful, right? But these critics, Jeff, the opinions could not be more different. So my point is, if you're listening to this and you are in any way influenced by critic, let me just tell you from exploring all of the critics' responses mm-hmm. to this movie, mm-hmm. they are so all over the map. There is no universal truth. Nobody's right about this movie. There's no authority on whether it's good or not. You're not gonna win a prize. Right, and and I mean, I do believe there's some universal truths about filmmaking, right? Like there are things that Steven Spielberg does that makes him super successful, that make his movies resonate when they're the good ones, right? And he has clunkers <laughs> right. too, yeah. right? So there are things that are, are telltale signs of good filmmaking, but well, And I'm sure there's professionals. That, yeah. A professional would be able to tell you, hey, this is how you do a movie right, right. and this is how you don't do a movie. Right. But, but what a f- professional can't tell you, Jeff, is do you enjoy this movie? Exactly. And if you enjoy this movie, that's a gift that you should hold tightly to your feelings. chest. <laughs> all I have are feelings. Yeah, man, hold on to that. That's a gift, you know? 
Like, if, if you enjoy the movie, and this is what I hate about the boycotters, Jeff. Uh-oh. It's like they're, they're not content to just not enjoy something themselves. But, Brett. They have to make us not enjoy it, Jeff. Hate leads to the dark side. <laughs> Fear leads to anger. <laughs> anger leads to hate. Hey, wait. Why did Yoda deliver that whole thing like normal? <laughs> He's totally bland. Should have been like, lead to fear, hate does. (laughs) Well, Walkers, we appreciate your time, the effort that you put into putting on the headphones, listening while you work. Walkers, we appreciate you because this is Jeff. (laughs) Jeff. I'm keeping this on. Jeff, you you slow jammed me into such a lull just now. (laughs) Oh, man. This is Brett. This is Jeff. And we're just two dudes talking about Star Wars on the Skywalk. Pew, pew. We're throwing Barry White now. Oh, yeah. L3. <laughs> <laughs>